The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me is my good pal, partner in crime, Mr. Jason Koopsik. What is up, kind sir? I can't believe I'm talking to death. What? The fuck are you your, talking about? Oh, song yeah, yeah, I sent you that song. Yeah, did you like it? I, I did. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty sexy. With your permission, I think I might put it out on the YouTube the ectoplasm youtube unless you want to save it for whatever yeah no that's fine with me i don't give a shit it's going out different places anyway so yeah do it up did you just record that i did before the show i did like oh you did you did like 20 minutes ago yeah nice yeah i was dicking around you know i'm sitting here did you uh, write that no god no 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 oh absolutely not no um no uh that uh, one of my favorite bands is called red wanting blue and they are, yeah, they're the ones that did that song. It's so good. It is so good. But yeah, no, I come on, man. I didn't write that. Give me a lot of credit there. <laughs> I hadn't uh, heard it before, at least not. I mean, I don't know if the other, like, if the their version sounds different. Maybe I have I've heard theirs. I don't know. I doubt it. Like they're fairly unknown at this point. Sadly, you know, fairly unknown. But yeah. They're good stuff, my friend. Good stuff. So what's new with you? You know what else is good stuff? I, I yeah, lots, lots of we stuff. We officially got picked up by Manscaped. I know. I know. I mean, it was a trial period, and it's supposed to ha- happen until the end of the month, and we get an email yeah. of th- you know, almost a week before the end of the month saying we did it. We done did it, guys. We done did it. With your help. We're now officially picked up by Manscaped. So, yes. It's, it's good news. It doesn't mean you can stop buying from them. You need to keep using <laughs> our code. Yes. Ecto. Ecto. Because uh, you'll be addicted to it once you once you try it out anyways. Trust um, me. <laughs> Listen. This is absolutely true. You will be addicted. Next, next month, I am going to be giving away an unopened package Ooh. from them. It's a whole yes. kit. Um, I'm going to be putting out a video of me opening my package, not that kind of package, Damn it! but my package yeah. from them. And it'll be the same package that you might win. Yes. So stay tuned for that. Hell yes. I love it. In the it. meantime, go to, go to manscaped.com. Go buy something. When you check out, use Ecto, E-C-T-O, at checkout and you will get 20 percent off and free shipping i mean you can't beat that no way not at all it's good stuff good stuff you guys will not be sorry trust me (laughs) i say this it is amazing it's amazing stuff oh my god so yes my friend it's good news it's good news what we got here all right checking to see if we have any texts 
Ooh. Or actually, you know what? You know what? I, we need to do, which we haven't done yet. What? What do we is... need to do? What do we do? I need to shout out a Patreon. Ooh. Let's do that. Let me pull that up. Whip it out. (laughs) And so while I'm pulling that up, there's a reason that we didn't get a real, like your show was good. Your episode was good, but we didn't get a full episode out was because my computer died. Totally took a shit. Yeah, it went blue screen. It wouldn't get past anything. No. And um, I got lucky, though, because I took the hard drive in. Like, I could plug it into my – I have a reader, a hard drive reader, so that I could try to get all – because I had a ton of stuff on there that I hadn't backed up. Yeah. And I could see it. I could see the the drive, but I couldn't access it, so I was worried – and I took it to a local guy that I gave him the show information, so hopefully he listened. Heck yeah, man. Um, and they were able to recover all of it. You know, it was a one terabyte drive, and he pulled 1.4 terabytes of information off of it. Wow. So, yeah, he uh, he really cleaned it, cleaned house, got it all off of there. That's huge. Wow, man. What would you do, bud? What I have to do? verify this new device. Verify what? I'm signing into Patreon for the first time on oh, the new computer. Oh, so. I see. I see how it is. That makes and sense. We'll, that makes we'll sense. Go to patrons here. But we got some new uh, new patrons. Is that what you're saying? We have a good amount of new patrons. Uh, I want to shout out. Um, Reality Remixer. Yes. He's His a, name's he's Lucas. A, yeah, Lucas is a good friend. He's a good friend. Yeah, he's a yeah. a patron now. And uh, Welcome, you guys bro. should all be patrons like Lucas, you and you'll should. get a shout-out on you our should. show. Plus more. I sent out some good stuff just a couple weeks ago to our patrons. I love it. I love it. Good stuff, guys. Good stuff. Good sauce. Good Speaking sauce. of good sauce, yeah. Have you had any El Yucateco recently? What'd uh, you put it on? I have got uh, the El Yucateco stuff that you gave me, my friend. And actually, yeah, um, I think it was two or three nights ago. Um, we actually had tacos, or I put it on a taco. It was so effing good, um, dude. It's just amazing stuff. Anyway, it's just the flavor alone with El Yucateco that I enjoy. Again, it's not like Something that's going to burn your goddamn mouth off. There's actual flavor to it. I enjoy that, you know? So, yeah. It's good stuff, my friend. Getting closer and closer to that ectoplasm show. Big yes. rip, hell, you can take a beer. Yes. When is that happening? Do we know? Do we have a date? We need I'm a date. I'm supposed to be getting together with her to start the batch very soon. Sweet. Um, And it's going to be three to four weeks for the process of making it yeah. and then it'll be ready so we're looking at the end of february yeah. beginning of march around there perfect um as soon as i know yeah we'll put out an event on facebook and elsewhere that okay we'll invite everybody to oh yeah 
and hopefully, I, I don't know if it's going to happen, but hopefully some other people from Podbelly can make it That'd too. That'd be great, man. So that would be great. It should be fun. It should be fun. I'm excited. Always excited. Oh my goodness, pal. So what else do we got? What else we got going on? Uh, lots of craziness. <laughs> there is lots of craziness, my friend. Lots of craziness going down. But so speaking of paranormal, did you hear what Robert Bigelow is offering? Robert Bigelow. Yeah. Why he's the guy that owned or ran Bigelow Ranch, which is Skinwalker Ranch. Skinwalker Ranch, right. Okay, so what's he saying now? I have not heard this. No. Robert Bigelow offers huge prize to prove afterlife. So Okay. Like how do how does he want this proof? Like let's does see. this has to be like definitive proof? I'm not sure. Let's find out. Robert <laughs> let's, Bigelow. Let's read on, shall we? is known for many things in the business world he's known for founding and owning the hotel chain budget suites of america okay and bigelow aerospace in the paranormal world he's known for buying the skinwalker ranch in utah yeah and his involvement with advanced aerospace threat identification program huh uh due to his belief with that extraterrestrials exist and have visited earth now it seems he wants to be known in the next world too through the bigelow institute for consciousness studies wow bigelow okay. is offering five hundred thousand dollar prize to anyone who can prove evidence of an afterlife huh okay uh, yeah quite uh, quote despite intriguing evidence the number of research groups and funding devoted to investigating the survival of human consciousness beyond death is shockingly small in the Western world. Even though all 7.8 billion humans on planet Earth will eventually die, very little high-quality research is being conducted on perhaps the most important and fundamental questions facing our species. Wow. Okay. Huh. Um. Okay. So, yeah, he announced in a recent interview with George Knapp for Mystery yeah. Wire. Yeah. Not for Coast to Coast for something else. Yeah, we know uh, with George. The f- yeah. Huh? I know George, yeah. Well, yeah, I just, he's Coast to Coast, but they did it on a different show. Gotcha. Um, he said with a $500,000 prize for the most convincing essay. $300,000 for second and $150,000 for third. The contest is sure to get a lot of attention, so entrants must be pre-qualified by BICS. Just a convincing essay. Right. Like, you're not going to... I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Qualified applicants will have at least five years' experience investigating the topic of survival of human consciousness after death. Applicants can be members of religious or parapsychological groups. Once okay. qualified entrants submit must submit an essay of more than 25,000 words answering the following question. What is the best available evidence for the survival of human consciousness after permanent bodily death? Hmm. Okay. Are you going to enter this? Are you doing this? 
Maybe. You um, should. You should. Preliminary applications must be received between January 26th, so yesterday as of this yeah, recording, yeah. and February 28th. Essays from those qualified must be received by BICS by 5 p.m. Pacific time, August 1st, 2021. Okay. Oh, so you have to submit an application, and then you are then... allowed to do the essay. Uh, winners will be announced on November 1st, and the judges' final decisions. For more info, check the BIC. So, base is this a reality show? It kind of sounds like it. Like it sounds like it could potentially be like that. I don't know. Like that's kind of where my brain went to. It was like, uh, are they going to be filming this in some way, or is it, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, submit now. So you're doing it? Are you doing First it like name. right now, live on this? Are you doing it? Last name. Oh fuck! Here we go. We're we're committed now, guys. We're committed. Email. Yes. Yes. Phone number. No dashes. Should I put the ecto line in there? Don't put the fucking ecto line in there. We want it to ring right to your phone, directly oh. to your phone. I have to upload an application. What do you mean? You can upload some shit, right? Yeah, but I have to have it pre-ready to upload. It's not a fill-in-the-blank. <sighs> Fuck. All right. I'm going to have to read through this to figure out. You're going to do this. I'm holding you to this. <laughs> it's going to happen. Essay application. Oh, I'm so gassy. I'm just Prior to essay submission, each prospective entrant must submit the signed application by emailing describing their background and qualifications to receive BICS approval to enter the awards completion, uh, competition. Oh. All applicants must sign releases by BICS for any and all media interviews and publicity. By signing this document, applicants agree to make themselves available for media, TV, radio, newspaper, social media interviews yeah. if their essay is declared a winner or a notable runner-up. Okay. But it doesn't say... I'll have to read through this later. Yeah. It doesn't know. say, like, what my application should say other than what is your experience i guess i could just write that out i mean you could send them my bio <laughs> you could yeah you're <laughs> like hey what up hey what do i got to lose nothing unless it's oh. something really weird then you're gonna lose like all your credibility you know what i mean like what a, credibility oh see and then fuck it it's <laughs> good to go <laughs> what credibility you said <laughs> I bookmarked the page. Oh, my God. I love it. Do that shit. I'm excited now. The judges are Jeffrey J. Kripal, Associate Dean of the Faculty of Rice University. Very nice. Leslie Keen, investigative journalist, Whoa. author, and researcher. Whoa. That's a big name. Okay. Go ahead. Keep going. Christopher C. Green, a forensic neurologist. Okay. Okay. Brian Weiss, chairman, emeritus of Psychiatry Mount Sinai Medical That's Center, awesome. Miami. That's awesome. Jessica Utz, professor emerita of 
Statistics, University of California, Irvine, and Dr. Harold Putoff, President and CEO of Earth Tech International. Interesting. Interesting, my friend. Oh, download application. Oh, you better download that shit right now. Look, watch. You watch. Your brand new computer is about to get its first virus. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's just like a ten line thing says fill out your background and qualifications. Wow. Okay, so what you do is you have to then oh, like there's co-authors. So we could do this together. We could do this together. <gasps> we could do this together. <laughs> oh my god, I feel so happy to be included in something. <laughs> oh my god, who else do we get on this bitch? Yeah, we'll work on that. We work on that. You think about that. <laughs> I wonder if there's is there only one application <laughs> allowed? Um <clears throat> I don't Probably. know. Probably. I saved the the PDF to my desktop. Very We're going nice. to Bigelow. This will be fun, I think. I think we'll do well with this. What do, what do you think? What do you think? We have ten lines to convince them that we are the right candidates. Ten lines to yeah. convince them that we would be the right people to prove, definitively fucking prove the existence of life after death. Well, I tell you this much right now, pal. Like, if you need a paranormal playground, I know a guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there's that. Yeah. There's at least that. We would have a, a quote-unquote lab that we could do fun shit in, and it wouldn't cost us, you know. Because I, I know the fellow with the keys to the place. So, yeah. I mean, that could that could be beneficial. You know, this could actually fit right into, remember after one of the last episodes I talked about some of the ideas I had for project this year? Yeah, absolutely. This could fit right into what I was already thinking about. You know, I have that. ideas. I have an idea as well that could just bring all of this. Oh, my God. My mind is going a million miles an hour right now, pal. <laughs> like, I'm serious. Well, let's get back to the show. We'll Fuck the show. To- I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm like they're gonna want to hear this too. <laughs> we don't want to give it away. We no, don't we don't want to give it away. However, ideas. I am like starting to experiment with some new shit. I'm just going to say that right now. I am sorry. Start- anyway, anyway, we'll talk off air. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <sighs> I love it. So um, we don't live too far from here. Okay. Do you want to go? Bigfoot no. hunting no. with me, like no. full on Bigfoot hunting with um, me. Um, like, would you shoot a Bigfoot if you saw it? I mean, okay, <sighs> what kind of weapon am I using to shoot said Bigfoot? Whatever you feel like bringing with you. So I only have like a nine. Have I have a nine millimeter, and I've got a forty-five. Okay, so yeah, I mean, uh, I'm just gonna piss it off. <laughs> like, I. I have a shotgun, and I'm getting a rifle uh, in a, very in a four, soon. In a four-wheel drive? In a, in a Jason Coops that can survive? Actually, I am <laughs> getting a new vehicle and some hey. other stuff, too. So. I got a, uh, got a rifle in a four-wheel drive. Yeah, did you see that, that Oklahoma? And it's probably a tourism thing. Yeah. 
Yeah. But they, um, Oklahoma State rep Justin Humphrey, may be surprised to learn that a lot of people in both of those groups. Oh wait. <coughs> Follow up article. Okay. But they they he put up some um, legislation to allow Bigfoot hunting in the state of Oklahoma. Oh. Jesus. I'm to find the original article. So, like this is a thing. Okay. Yep, here here's the original article. Oh god. Oklahoma lawmaker files bill to establish Bigfoot hunting season. Okay. Um be it enacted by the people of the state of Oklahoma section 1 new law, a new law section of law. God, laws so it's boring to read. Stupid. <laughs> I don't like it. The Oklahoma Wildlife Conservation Commission shall promulgate rules establishing a Bigfoot hunting season. Jesus Christ, this is great. The commission <laughs> shall, shall set annual season dates and create any necessary specific hunting licenses and fees. Yeah, it's not going to fly. Section 2, this act will become effective November 1st, 2021. Wow. Uh, he was elected. The Humphrey was elected in 2016 after a career of the Oklahoma Department of Corrections. Yeah. Is this uh, guy Oklahoma- just like? What's this guy look like? Is he just crazier than shit? Is he just like? Uh, does he look like that? Like, is he just batshit crazy? I don't see a picture of the dude. Hmm. One second here. We're gonna figure this Let's out. Let's see. Justin Humphrey. Just Google search. Oh, uh, he he looks like. Um, ah cowboy. yes, there it is. Yep, no, I see him. I got him right here. He definitely. This is probably just his dream to shoot something really big. I just want to kill a bigfoot. God damn it! I just want to shoot me a Sam Squatch. <laughs> this guy, this fucking guy. Wow. Goes on to say, Oklahoma was ranked ninth the most reported sightings per 100,000 people among the United States of 2020. Wow. The highest concentration of sightings is in the heavily wooded Kamichi Mountains area southeastern corner of the state. Huh. It's his district. Okay. <laughs> okay. Quote, are you interested in catching a glimpse of Bigfoot? Visit, visit Broken Bow located in southeast Oklahoma and join the thousands of tourists who also enjoy a good Sasquatch hunt every year. There are plenty of roadside shops. So this is just tourism. It's yeah. just to get people out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So what So what was the follow-up article? The, that was titled... Oh, there's more? Oklahoma Bigfoot Hunting Season Update. Uh, skip through that. We just read that. <laughs> Tourism is the biggest attraction we have in my house district. Establishing an actual hunting season and issuing license for people who want to hunt Bigfoot will just draw more people to our already beautiful part of the state. So there you go. It'll be a great way for people to enjoy our area and have some fun. I, I oh. Yeah, it's a smart idea. He proposed adding a $25,000 bounty for the first person to trap the creature. Jesus. 
to trap to trap the creature. Yeah, it doesn't say kill. But now here's the thing. All right. So if you do believe in Bigfoot or what have you, you've also then noticed like the the trees that have been snapped in half, right? Mm-hmm. So now, pray tell, what the hell are you going to use to trap a Bigfoot? And it's not going to like beef jerky is not going to fucking work here, people. Like, what are we what are we going to do? What do we do to trap a Bigfoot? Like, what do you do? Exactly. I don't know, Crickets. I don't know but exactly. I want to buy one of these licenses and put it, like, hanging on my wall. <laughs> I wonder how much they're going to be. Oh, God. I mean, it's not going to be that bad, probably, right? Maybe. Like 30 bucks, probably, right? And what's a deer hunting license cost these days? What's a fishing license cost these days? Nobody knows. I don't know. Nobody knows. Those, um, so that, that part I read earlier where I was reading the actual introduction of the law yeah, is the full thing. Oh. It's just one page. <laughs> oh, it is? That's yeah. it? Oh, wow. Okay, so it's pretty cut and dry. Deer hunting permit cost. Eighty-seven fifty is the national average. How the fuck for what? For the, a non-resident hunt own land permit. Oh, that's Kansas. For Kansas. Kansas. Eighty-seven fifty for somebody that doesn't live here. Doesn't that seem steep? I don't know, man. You want to have to pay less to kill something? I just I don't give a fuck. I'm not, like you're not gonna find me hunting regardless. You know what I mean? I'm just not. Like, I have nothing against hunting. Like, I want to be perfectly clear in saying that. However, I just don't feel like, number one, waking up that early. Number two, trapped out in the middle of nowhere with a bunch of fucking dudes. Don't care. <laughs> just don't fucking care. I, I just, it's never, it's never attracted me. You know what I mean? What if it was Bigfoot that was your game instead? Still no. Still no. Not going to happen. What if you weren't hunting, but you were just looking for it? Uh, I mean, yeah. Everybody that I know that has gone out, like, squatching or whatever they call it, it's been at night. Everybody that I know, it's it's been at night. I have no problem That's going out in the middle of the woods weird. at night. Do they go out and, like, camp and look? I have or no they idea. Only no, go some, some have camped, yes, that I know have camped or whatever others have just gone out for a few hours and then that they're back in the car just like a ghost hunt you know it's like oh yeah we're gonna go out for a few hours and then we're coming home that's it um just the same as they would like exploring a cemetery or whatever we're gone for a few hours and then we're home so i don't know man. just going out at night is is strange to me i mean probably it, maybe they're nocturnal you know i will say this that um that documentary that i saw Oh God! It wasn't. It wasn't on Netflix, but it was on either Prime or Hulu. I think it was Prime. That guy was going. It was. It was fully immersed, though. He was in the thick of it constantly. Um. So, I, mean, I guess yeah. I don't see a difference between or an advantage of one over the other. I guess I, see I don't either. I a disadvantage either. of going at night because you can't see anything. Correct. Exactly. I'm like in any little whatever that's happening in the woods, any noise or ruckus or anything that you hear, 
you might lose your shit, you know? Um, I don't know, man. Like, this guy had filmed a, you know, a Bigfoot or whatever. And this was in broad daylight, by the way. This was broad fucking daylight. Now, I will say that this Bigfoot or whatever was sitting back. It was almost like a a scout is what he called it. He was the one that was, like, supposed to, like, watch everything and then he would report back if there was something wrong or he would do something to alert the others. Um, so yeah, but it was interesting to me because as you're watching this thing and it's zoomed in on its face, it is completely still until it blinks. It was fucking trippy. It was absolutely trippy, but this guy had been out in the woods every single day and night for months. Like this guy was hardcore. Hardcore. But I'm not Are you I'm, hardcore? I'm not. No, I'm not that hardcore. I enjoy warmth. I enjoy uh you know, my 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 coffee. I enjoy my computers. I enjoy that stuff. You know? I like uh sending you text messages with like, you know, dick and fart jokes and things like that. I enjoy that stuff. Let's see. I'm like, did I fucking lose you? Are you no. gone? Damn it. Well, you, you know that I, I'm going to get you out to this area that we've been going to. Okay. And it's going to be camping, but it's not in the middle of the woods. It's actually very open land. Can we bunk, um, can we bunk up together? Mine's a one-person tent. Is it? Damn it. Mine sleeps four, though. Mine sleeps four, pal. So why don't you just leave yours at home and just come ahead and crash with me? Mine is technically a four-person tent, but it only sleeps one person. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Like, I'm the same way. Like, when Dave and I were out shooting and stuff, mine's a four-person tent. And between me and my gear, Mm -hmm. uh, there was no fucking room. Welcome to the most haunted hotel room in America. Ooh, the most haunted hotel room. Now, is this is this the Stanley? Where are we talking here? No, it isn't the Stanley, but they used a photo of the two girls from The Shining I figured, as the yeah. head of the story. Who wrote this story, by the way? Which uh, which publication did this? It's Brent Swan Swanser on Mysterious Universe. Oh, okay, cool. You know what? The, now I'm getting Manscaped ads because we yes. talked about it in the Dude, presence of the Dude, it's so computers. fucking great, though. It is so great. Like, every time that I, like, put on, like, a YouTube video, right? Uh-huh. It's always showing me, like, Manscaped videos, and they're goddamn hilarious. They're absolutely hilarious. I love it. So, yeah, it's good stuff. Anyways, uh, lying out in Chattanooga, Tennessee, in the United States, is the historic Regal Reed House Hotel. Ooh. Listed on the National Register of Historic Places and known for its quaint, old-fashioned, Georgian-style architecture. Love it. Um, it's hosted famous guests such as Oprah Winfrey, Oprah Winfrey Gary Cooper, Winston Churchill, Bing Crosby, Bob Hope. And Al Capone. Oh, shit. Okay. 
It used to be called the old Churchfield House before it was the hotel. I'm skipping ahead here to yeah, see yeah, yeah. why. Like claims of activity and stuff, yeah. Room 311. Ooh, good band, good band. You think the band, is that band still around? No, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they still do like rock cruises and stuff like that, too. I do, I do know that. Cruises? Yeah, like the rock boats and stuff like that. I guess I don't pay enough attention to cruises. What the fuck, man? Like, you can I've do that. I've never been on a cruise. No, I've never been on a cruise either. However, yeah, you could do, like, rock cruises, rock boat cruises with, like, your favorite bands and shit. And they just, like, play every night. And there's, like, a new band playing every night and all day. And, like, you just chill with your fucking favorite musicians. It's uh, badass. I'd go do that. Hell I saw yes. them in 1999. Ooh. 1998. That was, like, when they were in their prime. Yeah, Incubus was opening for them, and nobody knew who Incubus was. Incubus but I opened like, for 311. Yeah, I was up. My, how the, the tables front. have turned. Yeah, I was wow. up in the front, and there was barely anybody there for Incubus. Wow. Um, wow. I mean, it was like their first CD had just sure, come sure. out, and I, I had heard of them before but even the people i was with had not what a great band though he played the didgeridoo wow. on stage now see that's some badass stuff and then it was um the bassist's birthday oh sweet 11 yeah uh peanut yeah yeah and he stood up on top of one of the monitors really close to me actually where from where i was it's a ball sweat on you and he had a solo that I think it was come original. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, he had a solo and they covered him in silly string. Oh, that's cool. And so much that you couldn't see him. You couldn't see him under there. There's so much silly string on it. He looked like cousin it, but you know, with silly string. The and only he was just still going at it. That's so funny. Like the only reason that I'm like familiar with 311 is because I used to work at the radio station where they got their start. You know what I mean? Like we would spin all their shit all the time. And Peanuts' mother would call in fucking constantly. Really? If we weren't playing it enough or if we played another band and they're like, you know, that sounds a little too much like 311, maybe consider taking them off the air for a couple of days. Like weird shit, man. Like <laughs> fucking weird. But she was like their biggest cheerleader, you know? So it was kind of cute at the same time, you know, but whatever. I didn't realize they were from around here. From Omaha. Oh. Originally from Omaha, yeah, and then that you think they moved to like California or whatever is where they call home nowadays. Oh, they did, but yeah. Okay, so the room itself doesn't look particularly special, resembling the many old rooms in the hotel, but it's supposedly steeped in a dark, bloody history. It is said that in 1920s, a young woman named Annalicia Netherly stayed wow. here with her lover. What a cool name. Um. It's just, I'm not satisfied with this story. <laughs> it's just like every other haunted hotel story. I'm sure it's interesting. Oh shit! If people if people want to check out the story and check out the hotel, it is on Mysterious Universe. I just don't. I I I like ghost stories. Yeah. And I don't know. This just seems like an advertisement for that hotel. Yeah, it might honestly. be. It might be. Yeah, you want something that hits different. You know what I mean? <laughs> you want something that hits a little different. Makes sense. Makes sense, pal. Oh, my God. It's good stuff. Now, should we take a little break real quick? Yeah, let's take a quick break. And then uh, while I find a couple more. 
better stories like the one actually i texted you about it earlier today and we could definitely talk about that in the end of the world let's do that coming up welcome to paranormal warehouse Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile, add friends, upload video, audio, and photographic evidence, discuss theories and techniques in the forum, create a group for your team or find a team to join, watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. Life is a mystery. Confusion is all around us. The truth is out there. But you won't find it here. Maybe it was the ghost of an alien that worked for the government. You know, you remove the alien anal probe out of the story and it probably wasn't this guy's worst Saturday night. Welcome to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries and the unexplained. All viewed through sceptical eyes and the blurry lens of a beer bottle. Listen to Brent and John make sense of it all each week by subscribing. Find us on iTunes by searching Hysteria 51 or anywhere else fine podcasts are sold. All right, peeps, welcome back. Ectoplasm show round two. Now, the good doctor, Dr. Feelgood, um, has a little doom and gloom. We're all going to die! Yes. <laughs> a little doom and gloom for us guys um what uh what what do you what what do you got there pal what do you got for us i'm a little disappointed uh-oh i'm not disappointed so <laughs> one of the twitter accounts that i follow they're definitely right-wing extreme twitter account on some yeah. things that they post but a lot of the stuff when you look into it you still get the news from them and you can make up your own mind about it okay. on some of the things but they posted today at least this was shared with me by somebody else i didn't see the actual post it says imaginary doomsday clock moved closer to midnight yeah. now at 100 seconds before midnight from 120 seconds wow. but when I look, it looks like it was already at 100 seconds. It just remained at 100 seconds. Sons of bitches. When they maybe, I think they have a structured time that they move it unless something oh. major happens. Maybe that's it. And it does, they decided to leave it where it was. Yeah. I'm going to have to look into why. I don't, I don't know. Huh. But it does seem like the world's going to end. I mean, it kind of feels like that, right? It kind of feels like it. Um, what about okay? Yeah, so yeah. Go, so it, it, in 2019, it was two minutes to midnight, and then it, it over 2020, it moved yeah. over to 100 seconds. Gotcha. Okay, that may have been. It didn't say like when this was written. It just says one minute ago. So whoever screenshotted this, oh, it could have been an old screenshot, but it is from Gab, which is old. You know, everybody's all the 
right wingers are moving to. I don't know. I'm unfamiliar with it on Twitter. It's a social media account that promises not to silence people. What do you mean they can't get onto Twitter? I don't get it. I'm gonna have a bit on Gab, but I know that several of the people that are getting booted from Gab or oh, booted from, from Twitter, Twitter? Booted yeah, from Twitter are moving over to Gab. Interesting. Um, why why are they getting booted from Twitter? It's it's the same reason that Trump got booted. Oh, just for opening their mouth and stealing Sharing horse shit? stuff that's deemed to be horse shit, <laughs> that or or you know, yeah, conspiratorial or incentive. Yeah, it's whatever yeah. Twitter honestly wants to silence. That makes whether sense. That makes whether sense. it's real or not, Twitter Twitter can do it. Of course, of course, yeah. Um, Beauty of capitalism, I'm sure, right? Yeah, but that's where that's where a lot of them are going. So I think it's rather new. Anyways, um. It is. We are still in the closest. It looks like the closest as we've ever been. Yeah. To the end of the world, because I see some two minutes here going back to like the fifties. Oh. But it's never been less than two minutes, other than twenty twenty. I was gonna ask, like, when this first started, do we know when the doomsday clock first came into existence? Well, the first date they have on their yeah for what i can see it's not their website but it's it's an article about from 1947 it was seven minutes to midnight okay so that's what i was gonna ask is like what was the time then like how many minutes to midnight when they first started it was seven seven Seven. minutes and that was what like what the close of world war ii Mm mm-hmm Huh. Looks like the farthest it's ever been from midnight is seventeen very, minutes very, from midnight. Oh, seventeen. So seventeen minutes from midnight was nineteen ninety one. Wow. So it doesn't always just move closer. That's, it, that's what I was wondering. Away as well. Oh, man, we got to get that fucker back down, don't we? We got to get it away from midnight, don't we? What do we do? What do we yeah, I mean, do? Really, honestly, what does it do other than it's like <laughs> I, I understand that it's a gauge of what's going on in the world, but really, if yeah. people focus on it, they're just going to make it worse with I their own so. attention. I think they're so. They're going to be so scared and like worked up, and they're like, "This is the end," and they're going to make it, it reality. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> Fucking shit. Yeah, no, I, th- I I totally agree with you. And looking around the world right now, it's fairly fucked it's pretty fucked yeah. i yeah. mean let's be honest like quite literally the did entire you world any of those protests I, that i sent you i did yeah and i mean the entire world's on fire right now guys okay like quite literally look into it like and this is interesting too because the only place that i could really find more information right was like mm-hmm. associated press things like that but you gotta dig you got to fucking yeah. dig. And, like, it's not something that uh, CNN, Fox News, any of them are, like, reporting on. Um, I didn't even see it on my local news. No. I didn't. Like, I didn't spend a whole lot of time the other day, but I was on each website going through the main page. Yeah. And the only website out of all the ones that I sent you was NPR, had one little NPR, article yes. down at the bottom. About one of the protests, right? Somewhere right. else in the world, and I'm not talking about the ones here. No, and they're not even no. talking about the ones here. No, exactly. Um, 
Now, like, in your in your mind, yeah. do you think that they're either not talking about it because they have some? Well, I mean, I can't say they definitely have an agenda. There has to be an agenda about why they're not talking about it. But do you think that they're not talking about it because they don't want to give people an idea? Hmm. Or are they not talking about it because they genuinely don't want people to know? Yeah, that's what's weird, though, right? It's like it's kind of tricky because, I mean, people like us, people like the people that listen to the ectoplasm show. We're, we're diggers. You know what I mean? Like, that's what we do is we find something that interests us in some way and we'll dig a little more than just the the average person, right? That's just how we operate. Um so I don't I don't know, man. Like it's it's a it's a tough call. I certainly don't want to be that guy that's like, "Oh yeah, they're trying to hide all of this information. Nobody's talking about this because they don't want us to uh X Y and Z or whatever." You know what I mean? Like they don't want us to revolt like everybody else is revolting right now. Well, yeah, cause um, if that, I mean, if that if that was genuinely the case, yeah. we would be able to look up the information ourselves. Yeah, so we're not yeah. quite like China or right. other areas of the world where Bingo. the Internet is completely censored and you can't find the information yourself. Correct. No, but absolutely. it's definitely held back for a reason. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's certainly not presented in the way that, and I don't know, maybe... Maybe well, it's something the old is stupid. News is if it bleeds, it leads. Correct. And if it's if the world is falling apart, you think it'd be plastered all over yeah. to get ratings, but exactly. it's it's not. I mean, there there's definitely stuff that they're talking about that's getting ratings. Yeah, for but, sure. But what are they talking about? It's all, and that's what's weird, right? It's like the majority of things that are getting the the looks and the eyeballs on it is political, because. Now yeah, there's there's reason for that of course. Of course there is. Of course there is. But at the same time it's like politics has become its own reality show in and of itself. It's very very odd. It is very odd. Like when I was growing up, I certainly don't remember being able to just spout off names of of congressmen and women. I don't remember no. senators' names. I don't remember governors' names. I don't fucking know cuz I didn't give a shit. You know? Well, so the in the like that stuff's all interesting to me, and the par- the 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 protests are. I mean, you know, I'm watching them, especially yeah. like the ones in the, in the Netherlands, which seems like are completely out of control, and the government it's is bad. falling apart, it's and bad. it's about to turn into a civil war. Exactly, and that's what scared the shit out of me. Is like when you you text me that today, and you're like, it looks like they're on a brink of a civil war here, and you're absolutely mm-hmm. correct, like. Shit, like, the wheels are falling off. Big time. You know, and the, and the stuff in Lebanon, Dude. you know, as far as I know, and as far as I've seen, I've never really dug into Lebanon, but there's there's always been strife there as far as, you know, pop culture, you know, or stuff yeah. that I've heard about the past. But their their military's in the street fighting protests. Right, right. Um, almost every major country in europe has some form of protest going on it's so crazy some very violent uh, yes blowing stuff up even russia P- st petersburg their yes. their protest had close to a million people yeah. or more and see that's what shocked me you have a million people like I mean, how does that not make how does that not make the news 
I mean, let's think about that. How does that not make the news, my friend? Well, and everybody knows that Russia's corrupt. I'm I'm not surprised that the information gets out these days. Um, as far as like the video of the the protests and stuff, but I mean, with the with the opposition leader getting arrested there and putin has talked about stepping down but it doesn't look like he's going anywhere do you really think he will probably not i highly doubt Um, it too bro i highly doubt it the stuff that really scares me is the movements of militaries that's not being talked about either both the united states and russia have moved into syria yes and I know there's a lot of movement in the Middle East all the time, but there's convoys of military vehicles streaming in on both sides God from damn. both Russia and the United States. The South China Sea stuff with Taiwan is very scary. And whether yeah. or not it was Trump or not that kept a balance there with fear, there is no fear from China from the United States anymore. Right. I don't know if that has right. to do with Biden or the change in political power. Well, they're like you said the other day, they're um, flexing their muscle, so to speak, yes. you know, and it's quite evident that they would do this or are doing this. I just, but they've uh, moved into Taiwan. At least their air force has made flyovers at the very least. And some reports that they've actually moved in, but we definitely have sent carrier division to the South China sea. And so is Germany. Yeah. God, and I know dude. stuff moves around like that all the time, but this is in the middle of everything else that's going on, and we're distracted. Like think, and I know that our military is not distracted, but our right. country is very distracted right now. We can we easily be taken advantage of if, you know, like I said, I'm yeah. sure the military is watching everything, but scary times. That's why, like, the the movement of the doomsday clock if it i'm surprised it's not closer honestly it's so weird yeah i mean none of that stuff is being talked about in any like mainstream yeah thing maybe it's because they don't have any control over it potentially that could be I don't know, man. I mean, what, what, sometimes I wish I didn't look into stuff like that because what the fuck can I do about it? Yeah, but at least you're informed. You know? I mean, that's one thing, I guess. It's like, at least you're informed. It's just, I don't know, brother. I don't know. It's weird to me. There has been some reports, and it's just anecdotal reports, and it, it, it could be part of the reason why some, you know, most of these protests have been called uh, COVID protests and they're protesting the lockdowns and, you know, the severe reaction of the government and stuff like that. But there are several rumors, not rumors, rumors isn't the right word, but I mean, I just know what I've seen that a lot of people have reported that a lot of the people that are, actually blowing stuff up and setting fires in these protests are muslim and that might just be like a fear thing Uh, they in in europe they have to deal with terrorism a lot more than we do sure when it comes to that um and i don't know what to think of that as far as but that may be another reason why the media doesn't want to cover it i mean potentially 
I don't know. You sent me something. What else did you send me today? I forget what it was. Oh, yeah. The DHS issues National Terrorism Advisory System. Bulletin warning. There is currently a heightened threat environment across the United States that is likely to persist over the coming weeks. And there's multiple sides to that even. There's most of the news media that I've seen reporting on that have been saying that it's all about Trump supporters and that Trump supporters are going to turn into terrorists and start creating attacks, which could which could happen. Could also be people impersonating Trump terrorists tr- or Trumpers or whatever you want to call them, or they yeah. could be a credible threat. I don't know because I haven't seen, other than that press release, what the official what they're officially using as their reason to raise that level. Right. I don't know, man. It's just all speculation on the media's part as exactly. to why. But see, and that's what pisses me off the most is they'll take speculation and they fucking run with it and just explore every goddamn potential avenue. And it just drives me nuts because none of it is based in fact. None of it. And it's like both fucking sides of the aisle do this bullshit. I don't give a fuck who you listen to. It's, it's horse shit. All of it. Stupid. Well, my conspiracy mind makes me think that they're setting up for false flags, no matter what side it is. They're exactly. setting up saying, expect this. Exactly. That's what I keep going to as well. I'm like, it's almost as if, like, again, we're being fucking conditioned in some way. Expect this. You know? Fuck, man. I hate it. Just drives me nuts, man. Drives me fucking nuts. I got nothing. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm actually going on a trip next month, and I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm going on two trips, actually. One, I'm coming to see you. Going on a trip, motherfuckers, they're going on a trip. I like it. I like it. I'm coming up to see you in February. Going to come see my Josh. Going to come see my Josh. <laughs> I'm going up to, so it's Larry's birthday. He wanted to go up check out Mount Rushmore. I've never been up there. Oh. Dude, you are going to be massively disappointed. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I'm we're, joking. We're going to, I'm joking. It's s- great. No, I, I, I know that it's definitely not as big oh, and no, no, as no, no, impressive no. as people put it out. No, true. But no, it's so cool to, see, to actually see it, though, bro. It's super yeah, cool. We're going to see that, but we're also going to just explore the area because there's lots of other stuff there. Yeah. And then on the way back, we're going to go th- down to Estes Park and stay at Estes Park for the night. Oh, that'll be fun, bro. You know, that's if the world doesn't end. I think you'll be okay. I do I do think that you're going to be okay. I think that uh, the the world has, and you know, I think we've all seen, uh, as a country, we've seen uh, harder times. So, yeah, I think you'll I would be agree okay. with that, but I yeah. still have the... Yeah, I know, know un- I know. I still have the feeling that we are still on our way down. <laughs> Yeah, no, I would agree with that, too. But no, I, th- I still think you're okay. I, I think we're, it's going to take another couple hundred years to really fuck this up. <laughs> you know what I mean? It'll be fine. We'll be okay. Yeah, it all depends. It's been so quick. It has, <laughs> yes, dude. It really has. It really has. Um, And it's not yeah. It's not just the COVID stuff. I, no, I, you know, no. I, I, I still have my own. You know, when we started out last year talking about this, I don't know if my views on it have changed much. I mean, I definitely—I know at one point we talked about whether or not it was real when it started. 
I definitely think that there is a, uh, an illness and and whatever, but I I definitely think that it's all been just taken advantage of by our powers that be. Sure, of course. And I and I I it's like since then the and it's not COVID that's really just made this world fall apart. It's all kinds of other shit. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck me, man. It's so stupid. I tell you what, why don't we why don't we let the good peeps go and then we will um well you and I are gonna sit here and we're gonna record another episode. We are. <laughs> because we're awesome. Um but yeah, unless you have it like let's let's throw out the phone number real quick, just in case the good peeps want to like call us or text us or send uh send nudes to, to you. Um, you know, things like that. Nine one three seven three zero seven two five five. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. I don't think we have anything in there right now. We got nothing in there. We got nothing. Fucking nobody loves us. Nobody loves us. You know what's amazing to me? I love, I fucking love the ectoplasm listeners. And here's why. Okay? Here's why I love them. Our numbers are increasingly going upward. Are they not? They're going up. They're going up. Steadily going up. And yet, we still don't get a lot of calls. Or, or texts or anything like that. And you know what? That's okay. <laughs> it's totally fine. Because it could be fucking just stupid and out of control. And ain't nobody got time for that shit. We did get a text from Shaggy that I don't think we <laughs> mentioned on this. Fucking love this, Shaggy. Because I've been talking to him through my own phone number that I missed this one because I didn't realize he sent it to the Actoplasm show one. Oh, okay. He sent a picture <laughs> of the guy with the horns. Um, in the capital? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it says, it's a meme. It says, $740 billion a year for defense and freaking Duck Dynasty takes over in 15 minutes. <laughs> and he says, get your popcorn, gentlemen. This shit show is about to begin. You know what, Shaggy? I would totally agree. <laughs> I would totally agree with you. I'm just, I'm still giggling at the fact that the majority of these fuckwits were... We're fucking like live streaming on Facebook. <laughs> like you fucking morons. Like whatever. But yeah, and now you're getting arrested. And I, I, I still say you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. That's what I say. There was even a CNN um, anchor that was live streaming. Yeah. Dude, they, there. why do people it's do this? Everybody. Why do they do this? They're fucking morons. Like, why do you do this? Like, do you not understand the idea or the principle behind just like a digital footprint? They know where the fuck you are all the time, especially when you're doing this shit. And then they can, whatever. If you don't think that, even if you weren't going live, they definitely pinged the tower right there. And everybody's number that was there within a certain proximity of the building. It was very impressive to kind of because they went into like the the process of that right like just like you said they kind of pinged the towers they were able to figure it out exactly where they were at what times and blah 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 and all this shit and then like where they live what other towers are they pinging where are they now and then they're there and then your ass is going to jail it was ridiculous man like how efficient that was. 
what interests me the most is how many threats or how many um, red flags were raised three, four, and even five weeks before it happened and not a single thing was done in preparation for such. That's what, and this is a very common tale. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. It is a very common tale. However, I I would like to see something like that reversed in, in some way, shape or form. Like let's for the fucking God's sake, could we please just get our poop in a group? Could we do that? Well, then we overdid it. That's true. That's true. How much money did that cost to send sixty five thousand? You know, it probably cost us about as much as four of Trump's golf outings. Probably about four. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe four. I don't know. I don't know, guys. I mean, if you if you really want to compare apples to apples, so yeah, it's crazy though. It's crazy. All right, my friend. Anything else for the good peeps? Next episode, we're going to talk about monster encounters from people online. Found some interesting ones. <laughs> it's such a good thing that we're not doing a video podcast because, man, some of the weird shit that I do. I uh, have you on video. You like it? We're going to start doing video. We are. Podcasts. We're going to start. We're going to start implementing this. We're going to start going live. We're going to start live streaming and all that fun stuff. Guys, it's going to be fun. We're going to live stream on Patreon. And possibly Facebook the, as well. I think the initial plan, in my mind, we haven't necessarily talked about this yet, but I think yeah. you might agree with it. The news episodes we'll put out live for everybody to watch, oh, and yeah. the other episodes, like the topic episodes like we're doing next, I love will it. be live to our I patrons. I freaking love it. I love it. I think it's a great idea. All right, guys. Well, on that happy little note, we will talk to you all very soon. Peace. Peace.